hey, hey, good afternoon, Oasis Center. We want to first start off by welcoming you and thanking you for tuning in with us for the last week of Black History Month. You have shown up in so many ways to help celebrate and bring Black History Month to life. So with that being said, we will end this week with a great discussion about black influential music and how it has shaped us throughout our generations. And we are happy that you can be a part of that discussion. Uh, with that being said, I am going to go ahead and turn it over to my main man, Matt Mills. Hey, Matt. All right. Welcome to Oasis Center. We're here to talk about uh, Black History Month here. Uh, my name is Matt Mills. I'm here with Aaron Doxy. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about Black History Month and our celebration with music. So we're closing it out this month uh, with the topic of music. Um, I am a counselor here at Oasis. Aaron, you want to tell what, what you do here? Sure. I am the program manager of the real program here at the Oasis Center, which stands for Reaching Excellence as Leaders. Thank you, Matt, for inviting us in on this and um, just happy to be here for the last part of Black History Month. Yeah, same. Thank you, Aaron. Well, let's, yeah, let's get, let's get some things kicked off here. Uh, take a quick look at one of the greatest eras of Black music history. So we're talking about the Motown years. Mm -hmm. um, so Detroit's Motown Records got its start in 1959 by Barry Gordon Jr. or Barry Gordy Jr. Um, and Motown wasn't the only black-owned label in the city, but perhaps the most well-known black-owned label. So I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, ask you some questions here, Aaron. So is there a Motown song that reminds you of your childhood? Motown song that reminds me of my childhood. Uh, man, there's so many, there's so many, uh, most definitely. But the one that I can think of off the top of my head that really stands out is Marvin Gaye, Let's Get It On. I remember yeah. being in the car, driving, traveling with my mother and my family, and we used to always bump that song. I knew every lyric, every I knew the music, and for some reason, man, that song always lit, lit my face up. And I just always love that song. So yeah, that's what I'm going with. Marvin Gaye, let's get it on. Good choice. Yeah, I like it. Um, well, yeah, so so overall, I kind of want to ask you like an overall uh, question about black music. So what, what has black music meant to you? Black music, man, is powerful to me. It's always been a part of my life. Um, when I was a kid, uh, we couldn't touch the radios on Sundays. My mother, that was my mother's day. So she always listened to her oldies and listened to like Neo Soul. That was her music. Um, and she listened to it because it reminded her of her father. Yeah. Um, so that was just the way of to remember him. So we grew up and I was able to develop an appreciation for black music. Um, and that appreciation grew even more once I uh, started to play the clarinet, the guitar, and the piano, um, because a lot of the music that we played growing up was black artists um, from the Motown era or things like that. So I was able to establish a great appreciation for music. It became a coping skill, my way to escape and everything like that. So uh, it's always had a place in my heart and I will always, always jam to the oldies and the also for sure. Yeah, yeah, nice. That's in the family, it sounds like. Yeah. It's in the family, that's in the history. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Awesome. 
Um, yeah, well, in, in kind of a similar way, it sounds like that sounds like that meaning was passed on to you. What do you think you want to pass on to the next generation um, in regards to black music? Um, I would say the history of the music, um, how it got started, things like that. Um, my brother and I, uh, we jam out to music all the time. He was a part of the band with with me. We started in the same grade, so we'd bring our musical instruments home and we'd play some of the old, the older music and everything. Mm-hmm. And we used to always make the joke, man, they don't make music like this anymore. So just... You were connected to those, those that Motown, absolutely. That, that old stuff. Yeah. Absolutely, man. It's just the jam sessions, we'd sit there and just think about, man, I wonder what that jam session looked like when Michael Jackson was in the studio with his band or Marvin Gaye or whoever it was. So just learning the, getting the appreciation of the music, uh, more, I'm more of a musical guy than the lyrics. Uh, so tuning into that and just really being able to use that music uh, in a positive way. So yeah, that's what I would try to pass down to the younger generations. Yeah, it sounds like you had that like visualization, like of like, um, yeah, being in the studio and oh, like yeah. what that would be like. Oh yeah, each yeah. music I feel like tells a story, so you can like come up with your own story and apply it to your life, mm-hmm. and uh, figure out how you can use that energy to prepare you for in a positive way. And that's kind of like what me and my brother always did growing up. Awesome. Yeah, so speaking of that, um, and you mentioned, you mentioned kind of like coping earlier, and so how does, um, and yeah, people often turn to music during, during difficult times as an escape, as a, as a positive, so how has, how has black music um, helped you through difficult times? Um, again, as I mentioned earlier, just like, for coping skills, uh, being able to escape some of the everyday pressures that we were facing uh, growing up in Chicago. Um, So yeah, man, just being able to get lost in that and get away from some of the things that were going on around us. Um, I remember times where I would take my musical instrument, climb up on a roof whenever I was going through something and I would just close my eyes and just play. Uh, And I remember one time, I was really going through it. I forget what was going on, man, but uh, tears started coming out of my eyes and I was really feeling the music, man, telling a story in my head, um, playing a whole journey of how I was gonna defeat whatever it is I was going through, man. When I wow. opened my eyes, I realized I had an audience that was in the street, man. So it was, it was a cool experience. It's always been a way for me to kind of uh, sit back and be able to focus in on something and zone in on something. So uh, that's one way I've been. The music has always been able to help me, um, mm-hmm. just to be able to get that escape. In. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, next, I think we want to highlight Jay. Is that? Oh yeah. Let's let's <laughs> take some time out here. Yeah. Uh, let's. Our very own Oasis. Um, Oasis staff here. Oh uh, yeah, our fam- we have family here at Oasis that are doing their own thing in the music industry. Um, 
has really been putting in a lot of work and doing some great things. And I think it's important for us to highlight and celebrate our own here. So we are going to highlight Jay, our receptionist. Uh, she is out here doing her thing. She just had a performance at the Black uh, at the uh, African American Museum. Is it? Is that what it is? Yes. Yes. So just a few yeah. things about Jay. She was born and raised here in Nash Nashville, uh, Unicorn Nashvilleian, um, and she grew up on a lot of the music actually that I grew up on. So some of her artists that she grew up on was the Isley Brothers, James Brown. The OJs, Donny Hathaway, um, one of my favorite groups, Earth, Wind, and Fire, um, thanks to her grandparents. And then she mentioned uh, my wife, who doesn't know that she's married to me yet, Jill Scott. So, uh-huh. <laughs> so Jill Scott, Tweet, and the Destiny Child. She claims that her mother was extremely obsessed with Destiny Child. So okay. yeah. she grew up on a lot of the music that that we grew, that I grew up on yeah, uh, yeah. coming up. Um, she started her music, taking her music seriously back in 2009, but she has been singing ever since she was three. And all of the people that we listed earlier um, were sort of her influence that got her into her sound. They influenced her sound that she uses mm-hmm. today. And if you ever want to hear any of Jay's music, uh, we're going to also feature it throughout, feature some of her music throughout the week. But her, you can find her music on all musical platforms, um, and she can provide. We can provide you all a list of some of her songs, so you all can jump on there and really tune in and uh, rock with some of her music for sure. So yeah. that is Jay. Have you had any uh, cool experiences with Jay? Yeah, I mean, she's just like, she's, um, she's the go-to, she's, she's in command there at the, at the front of the building, so, um, and I feel like, yeah, from, from when she started, I feel like she's always been just a great kind of positive, um, person to have up front and to ask questions and to, um, laugh a little bit when, um, yeah, when during certain times and and just uh, yeah, seems like a cool person and yeah, glad to glad to promote her music and her her stuff, which I have yet to listen to, but I I got it I got to do it. So oh yeah, she's awesome. I agree one hundred percent, man. She is I would say the heartbeat of the Oasis Center wouldn't run without the things that she does. So again, thank you, Jay, for all that you do. Uh, Oasis, go tune in to her music, go show some love and some support, and uh, just go ahead and tune in, and whenever you see her in the building, just wave and give her a smile and say, hey. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, gonna keep going with some questions here, Aaron. Cool. So, for me. what, and I know you're, you're into Motown, uh, you're into older stuff more so than current stuff. So, who were some of these? Uh, some of your favorite artists? Some of my favorite artists, man. That list goes on and mm-hmm. on. So I can give. I'll try to give you my top ten. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's not necessarily in this order, but yeah. these are some of the people who are higher up on my list. First one I'm going to go with Shade. Shade, man. She is so cold. Uh, 
whenever you come around to my apartment, I'm always bumping Sade. She's just, she's just great with it. So Sade, we're gonna go some Marvin Gaye. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go back to the first yeah. first question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go. Let's for some of our hip hop artists. Um, mm-hmm. I like some of the rappers who are talking about real life. Uh, things, real life events, and everything. So I like J Cole, yeah, uh, Tupac. Of course, he's he's on my mm-hmm. on my list. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry for everybody who was the uh, Biggie fans. I I was a Tupac fan growing up. Um, Kendrick Lamar, yeah. Little Wayne. Um, for the Neo Soul, let's go Indy Ari. Mm-hmm. Jill Scott, again, my wife who just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> uh, the Isley Brothers, and one of my all time favorite men, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Michael Jackson. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Michael Jackson, man. He was our, my childhood for sure. I remember standing in front of uh, a fan as a kid with like the church shoes with the, the white shirt, and I would just throw the shirt up, like acting like Michael Jackson, man. He has a tremendous impact in, I think, a lot of our lives, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, I think for me, it's like, yeah, just anytime I hear any of his songs, it's it's it doesn't get old. It's just. Do you have a favorite song by Michael Jackson? Ooh. Um, you can go so many routes, man. What's that? I said you can go so many routes with Michael Jackson, man. Yeah. I'm, and I'm also hesitating because I'm bad with song names. So like, if I heard it, I'd be able to. to mm, uh, let's throw some few out. Yeah, Dirty Diana got beat it. Um, what's some other songs? Thriller. Um, man, that's a bunch, man. I'd say I'd say I'm drawn to the Thriller album. Like I've got I've got the vinyl of Thriller. Yeah, man, that um, was great. That was a great album for sure. And it's got a cool image on the front too. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah, I can't. I can't think of a song under pressure. Can't. I can't do it. But if I pretty much any any Michael Jackson that comes on, mm-hmm. it's 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 catching me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah. So as a musician, you talked about playing music growing up and and. I made the assumption that you still play, but I'm, I'm guessing that you do. Uh, for fun. For fun. For yeah. Fun. Okay. So, yeah, I have a few musical instruments at the at my spot where I'll just pick up every now and again mm-hmm. and play something. My brother he plays a little bit of the piano, so he would play something and I'll solo over it. Is your brother here in Nashville too? Yes. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. My brother's here in Nashville. He's in the mental health field, uh, yeah. working for mental health. Middle Tennessee Mental Health Institute. Okay, cool. So he's doing really well over there. But yeah, he played music and everything. Um, some of my favorite music to play mm-hmm. um, would be hip hop to jazz. So it's pretty much a hip hop beat and then you solo with like a jazz feel over mm-hmm. that beat. Um, and it's actually how I earned my scholarship in Tennessee's Tissue's marching band. Yeah. Uh, came down, had to play a few scales, but then they said, "All right, the first song that you can think of on your on your instrument, play it." And I played this hip hop to jazz song with uh, Dr. Dre and Eminem. Beat. Uh, forgot about Dre. It had that beat on it, wow. and then uh, I soloed over the top and. 
And when I was done, I looked at him. He said, "We're gonna take care of you." <laughs> so, so hip hop to jazz. That's wow. one of my favorite yeah. genres to play for sure. Impressing with the the half, the recent halftime show too. Oh uh, yeah, man. yeah. Oh yeah, that that halftime show was. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> had everybody everybody yeah. that we were watching this uh, game with on our feet for sure. So that was mm-hmm. that was pretty cool to see. Awesome. Yeah. Another question there, but I lost it. Let's jump back to the halftime show. Who was oh, your, your who was your favorite performance on that? Um, so I think <laughs> I don't know if it was my favorite performance, but it just kind of brought me back. Uh, was Fifty Cent, 50 which may surprise you, but <laughs> but I had a Fifty Cent album in high school, and that was. Uh, yeah, that was something else to listen to in the car. Um, so that was, but performance-wise, I think I think just um, a mix of Dr. Dre and Eminem. Um, and yeah, yeah, mix of them. I mean, I'm, yeah, I feel like I definitely enjoyed Eminem too. But most definitely, most definitely. Yeah, how about for you? I have to agree, man. Fifty Cent, he uh. Upside down, fifty cent. Upside yeah. down, fifty cent. That threw me up. That threw me for a little loop first when I first saw it. Yeah. But, um, my favorite part of the performance, I'm gonna go with Kendrick Lamar. I'm gonna go with Kendrick Lamar, man. Yeah. He came out uh, with his A game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the outfits were on point, man. Uh, it reminded me of a childhood movie I watched, uh, Meteor Man. Okay. Uh, the Golden Lords. That's the, that's what they were. Okay. Uh, it looked like they were dressed as. And, man, I, I was just captured by that. Yeah. By yeah. That performance, man. So that was man, awesome. I admit, yeah. He, he came out strong for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Super Bowl, man. That was a great. That was a great pivotal moment for. Um, for black music as well, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is the first time we had all black artists perform for a Super Bowl, so that was a, a great moment to see. Yeah, sure. yeah, that was special. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Yeah, I think maybe to close out um, in talking about a. I mean, our organization serves youth, so how do you think we can use music to relate and to learn more about our youth? Um, a lot about what we talked about today um, was the impact that music had in our lives mm-hmm. and how um, we were able to relate to it and things like that. I think we can grow a deeper understanding of our youth by getting to know them and their music and what they appreciate. Um, from there, just like uh, my mother as she, um, and myself as well, as I grew a deeper appreciation of who my grandfather was through his music, yeah. it's a way for us to be able to relate and learn more and appreciate our youth a little bit more. So learning who, uh, I believe that there's a artist for a generation. Um, so learning their artists, who they like, who they, like, who they appreciate, um, and what message are they giving so that we can understand our youth a little more and be able to relate to them and incorporate that in some of our programs. Um, for example, with the real program, one thing I do on each day is I'll bring a speaker and I'll allow one of the youth to DJ for the day. 
Um, and it's a way for them to be able to express themselves. Uh, let let us see who who they're who they're rocking with, who they like, and just be able to grow an appreciation for um, for them. So I think that's a good great way to utilize music to connect with our youth. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, those are good moments. I I do sort of a similar thing with a counseling group that I do in the shelter, and we I bring in a speaker, and it's like let's listen intentionally to a song. You can each pick a song, and we'll listen to it together. Um, and then we'll, we'll talk about it and it's, yeah, it's a great way to connect and, and yeah, to let people share like what, what they're listening to. Cause that's, that's um, definitely, and yeah, it's like what, what they're, um, what they're using to cope in a way like, like you shared. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is great. That is great. I, um, also used to do a music group. Um, I think it's important too. Because uh, music can be a very powerful coping skill, mm. very powerful coping skill. But on the flip side, I think in certain situations, music, music can also be used as a trigger as well. Yeah. Um, so kind of knowing uh, what type of effect certain music plays in yeah. your, in, on what role does some music play in your life, and understanding that effect so that we can begin to use that to create positive energy and things like that so yeah that's man that's a good point yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I think that's close that gonna wrap? close this out yeah. right <laughs> I think so that was a great conversation Matt thanks for yeah you too yeah. thanks for the podcast uh, thank you thank you all um, Oasis Center for tuning in with us uh, it's been a great month uh, we talked about poetry food mm-hmm. art um, and I'm glad that you all were able to tune in with us and close it out talking about some of the most influential music um, that has inspired us in our generations throughout the years. So thank you, Oasis Center. Thank you. For sure. Uh, thank you again, Matt. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. All right. And that's going to close us out. Have a good one, everybody. Take care.